I'm recording. It's doing stuff. Woohoo! Fucking body Here Scotland. Go. Here we go. Hometown heroes. Monday morning. Here we go. <laughs> There it is. I'm like a fucking hardcore and a hardcore band. Put my mic out to the fucking out to the crowd, but it's actually just my laptop playing the song. Yo, what the fuck is up? <laughs> <laughs> we are the worst band alive. Welcome to our show. Um, hello, hello again. This is episode. 14, I think. I'm going to say 14. It yep. doesn't fucking matter 14. if it's not, because I've said it now. Episode 14 of Dead End Friends Podcast. I am a man who's strung out as fuck this morning, but we're doing well. My name is Craig Jemison, and with me, as fucking always, is Gary Gordon. A man who is living on the edge, feeling good, ready to cry come two o'clock. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> The emotional attachment to a fucking ball is unbelievable. I mean, I am not a man. I, I am not a man. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> I am not a person that cares much about um, football. It's not really my thing. You know that. It's not really something that I really partake in. But there is something mm-hmm. about this this tournament and this like whole build-up that I'm like, why am I so fucking stoked? Why the fuck because do the, I care? The last time we saw Scotland in a competition like this mm-hmm. was 23 years ago. That's why it, it, it is so built up. Like, I've got the fever, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm a. Uh, oh, I'm actually so buzzing. I can't even help it. I've just been, like, obviously, Shanna's English, and I've just been, like, giving her dirty looks all morning. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> She, she's half Scottish, so like it's not been as dirty a look as like she could have got. Like, yeah. Thankfully, there's a little bit of Scottish in her, which is right. Good. Okay. So um, she, she has but, she has the good part of her and then the bad part of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Friday's definitely going to be weird because I don't know who she's going to be supporting. Like, oh, of course. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm I forgetting. Know. See, I'm I'm just not fucking keeping up at all. So we are in the same group as England, Croatia. And who's the other team? Czech Republic, who we play the today at two today. p.m. I'm yep. I have now moved you, so you're over here, and I'm really uncomfortable because I don't know how to fix it. So I will fix you in a minute because <laughs> my my laptop is here, but somehow you're over here. Um, Love that. So, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people that feel that way. Where like there's obviously we have. I mean, I think most of my friends are English. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I have like you. <laughs> I have my friend I used to work with, Ralph. Shout out. He's from down south. I've got Johnny. He's also from down south. I'm not fucking English. What's that all about? No, no, I say, I'm saying you're you lumping me in with those scumbags. Don't even start. Sorry. <laughs> no having so, that. So I have a very... and then So there's like you and Sam are probably my only friends. <laughs> and then I have <laughs> Ralph and Johnny who are southerners. And then there's Shanna who is also a southerner. But, I mean, a lot of these people will feel like I've been up here for so long. I mean, like, you know for a fact that Johnny straight up does not want Scotland to win. Like, he's just like, England have to tank them like fuck. But then there will be other people that are like, I don't really know. I'm yeah. on the fence about them both. I don't think there will be. I actually don't think there will be. It will be one or the other. Yeah. I think the only person I know that's going to be a little bit, like, indecisive is Shanna. And that's right. It. 
everyone else is gonna lay fucking three lines all that shit and i'll be like right <laughs> you want your fucking you want your legs broken let's go <laughs> it's not coming home at all it might come to scotland no. for a bit it's coming home here we go coming home instead of coming home it's coming home <laughs> have you not seen have you not seen that that's been like the that's been the campaign <laughs> no not even a little i'm so oh, you've been living under a rock this is insane <laughs> i just listen to david Guetta and then do nothing else don't watch tv just sit and listen to titanium all the time i'm so behind like you just i don't you know what i'm like with sports man like i don't really no, care I about don't. them unless they're like predetermined so i'll watch like the wrestling wrestling <laughs> which i don't even watch <laughs> anymore either do you know what i mean like i'm just exactly not a, not a particularly sporty person i watched some of the rugby when it was on because the rugby's fun because it is just big sweaty burly men kicking fuck out of each other and i think that's just that's the appeal for me is watching guys who have already got really fucked up gangly thanos looking faces getting even more like gangly fucked up thanos looking faces it's great <laughs> i fucking love it yeah no it's it's good i think uh euro fever has definitely swept over this nation and i am honestly living for it everyone's been in such a good mood like even in the barber shop like since friday we've been watching every game that's been on mm-hmm. like it's been so good like everyone's just chatting about it i've lost so much money gambling already like, <laughs> it's fine i haven't won one single bet. house why are you gambling your fucking money what are you doing because i've already bought the house so i can now gamble <laughs> <laughs> also i'm not gonna anymore. it's literally two pound fifty so it's fine like, yeah 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 oh well don't don't say here like i've lost so much fucking money like you're you're talking like you're gambling your fucking yeah, but life away two pound fifty on every game <laughs> It all adds up. How many games have there been? Fucking three? Dude, uh, you've not even left a eight. fucking... There's... Oh, has there actually been eight? <laughs> I straight up don't know what's going on. Seven? Seven? Seven games, yeah, seven. It's <laughs> so fucking dumb. I actually don't know what has happened. I saw that there was a game... I was watching one of them yesterday with my father-in-law. Well, I mean, I say watching, it was just kind of on. And then I was looking <laughs> at my, I was looking at my phone like I usually do. And then there was obviously the fucking, like, terrifying moment. Was it yesterday, the day before, that you were, you text me about, and I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that was on Saturday. Uh, that was scary I, as yeah. fuck. Yeah, that that was, so I wasn't watching the game, I was just getting updates from literally everyone. So we were sat in a pub, and I ended up, like, sticking it on just to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Christian Eriksen had, like, an actual heart attack, so. Oh god. Yeah, they said that he died as well for a couple of minutes. They brought <gasps> him back. Yeah. Oh my but, god. But he's like back to not full health, but he's like recovering. You know. Okay. He's like spoken to the boys like from these hospital bed apparently, and he's like making right. jokes about being ready for the next game. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. But this is the thing. No one knows what's caused it yet because I mean he's the same age as me. Oh, like, really? He was born nineteen ninety two. Like he's uh-huh. he's just turned twenty nine, and like. He's an actual athlete. If anything, I'm the one that should be having the heart attack because look at me, you know? <laughs> like, he's an actual, like, professional, I have to look after my body person. And yeah. I'm just, like, getting on by, you know? <laughs> Give me the hoagie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was, it was terrifying. It was nice to see everyone kind of band together as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was a, it was a very, um, I'm not used to seeing... Just because of where we are, you're not used to seeing football fans from other teams be supportive of players in an op- opposing team. So yeah. the fact that 
everybody who was watching the tournament and even myself like I'd, i haven't been watching the tournament and even i was still like holy shit i fucking like hope that dude is okay do you know what i mean yeah. it's like so just seeing that at that i think that just shows you what you were saying there just like the proper like euro fever has caught everyone because yeah, and as much as it's like a competition sporting. and it's yeah like, as much as it's like a competition no one like it, everyone's going for the cup you know yep. or going for the trophy but really it's national pride that's at stake yeah but everyone just wants to have fun because there's no real rivalries if you know what i mean like obviously yeah. friday scotland england like <laughs> that's that's the old enemy like yeah so there is like a a, a rivalry there um the but lions like, versus the unicorns yeah exactly but when it's like fucking wales versus switzerland you know like mm-hmm what like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no real there's no real like rivalry there at all yeah 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 two, two teams playing against each other uh, right okay which is nice i mean yeah it's I, I think it is that that sense of just it's also we need to think about the fact that there hasn't been anything happen for so long yeah with the corona so it's just like well, yeah this like is the, almost the comp- the competition is on just now is Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, it's so confusing. It like, so it's last year's tournament up. being played today, uh, this like this year, mm-hmm. which does mean the next year is the World Cup. The World so Cup. we're gonna have to do all of this all over again. How the fuck, by the way? How the fuck did that come so quick? I feel like the last World Cup was like a year ago. Yeah, and the next one is somehow next year. It feels like it wasn't even that long ago. It's insane. Like we remember watching the the last World Cup again in the barber shop. Like, yeah, we because we, we watched as many games as we could, just because it kind of creates conversation. We don't actually have to talk about it. It's quite nice. Like, yeah, yeah, you can like, just we all just go in. It's mindless. Yeah, yeah, it was funny though. Like the same things happened already, and <laughs> um, we'd be like, we'd be everyone would stop what they're doing, and we'd be watching the TV, like waiting for like someone to score like a free kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the build up's taking so long, so we're like, do you know what? Fuck it, we'll go back to cutting hair. Yeah, it's like cut hair, and then we look back around, and somehow they're celebrating, and I'm like, "How? <laughs> you took so long." <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's it's really good to have it on. It's nice. There's a nice buzz in the city just now as well. Obviously, Glasgow has the the fan zone down the yeah down the green. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a lot of the games are being played here. It's yep. it's cool. I really like it. I like having this kind of buzz in the city. Yeah, the last I, time I, I remember it was uh, the European Championships, like the the athletics, whatever mm-hmm. that was, like a couple of years ago. And then yeah. before that, we had the the Commonwealth in two thousand fourteen as well. Yeah. yeah, I remember I remember having that same buzz when the Commonwealth was on because we stayed in Mount Florida at the time, so it was like everybody was getting off at that station to go to like Hamden or go to, yeah. or if they were getting like a bus or some shit, and they were having to go to what's it called. The big one, the other one that they built specifically for the fucking Commonwealth. That the was Emirates, just up the road. That one, there it is. Yeah. That's the words I'm looking for. I don't fucking know things. I don't know anything. I don't know why I have a podcast because I don't know fucking anything. I just talk. And I'm like, I, I don't know the things that I'm trying to say, but they're there in my head somewhere. Yeah. So the last <laughs> time, the last time I felt that buzz was for sure like that Commonwealth. I mean, it was a, it was a nice buzz <clears throat> when you weren't caught in a fucking train with them. Yeah. I don't know how many times I had a fight with a fucking motherfuckers i mean they were just doing their job but it started really pissing me off like when i would come home from work and i had to get the train and i'd get off and start walking and they were like they had to 
like herd them like cattle where they had to go so they weren't blocking everything else do you know what i mean but because yeah. i lived the other way from where they were all getting sent all the wee stewards always gave me a hard time for going up like another set of stairs i was just like i fucking live here i live here yeah, i'm trying to just do stuff please i this is my life that you're in the way of like please exit and let me go <laughs> I, I was like i'm gonna have to start wearing like a fucking laminate that just screams i live here like do not bother like you know how you see those dogs <laughs> that have like the the high vis that's just like nervous yeah, <laughs> i would need yeah. to get one of those it's just like i live here do not touch so i can actually Local, fucking get, get home. lost oh that bugged me but apart from that it was nice so having that kind of buzz in the city again you're right it is really cool like even just around our area, it's dead busy because obviously all the pubs have reopened. Yeah. And it's it's been lovely weather for the past couple of weeks. So everybody's been sitting outside and everybody's just merry. Before it was like you found the football fans and you found the, the, the pub drinkers and they were like fighting and shit and they were always causing arguments. But now it's just like the summer's here. We're allowed to drink. We're allowed to drink outside. There's definitely very relaxed rules on outdoor drinking just now. <laughs> Don't know if that's yeah. been a choice or if they've just been like, you know what? It's been shite. Battering. Yeah, let well, people have this, you know. Exactly. So it's just, it has been a really nice atmosphere in Glasgow for a while. And hopefully that'll continue with the Euros as well. We can have a nice city for a bit before it goes back to fucking chaos eventually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to happen. But mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm kind of hopeful that it, it kind of mellows us all out, you know, like the next three weeks is just like intense and then everyone's like, right, okay, let's chill for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice. I will see. We'll see. But yeah, I'll probably end up actually watching some. It's probably the only time I really watch sports is when stuff like this is on. Like I watched a lot of the World Cup um, and I do try and keep up with the, the Euros when they're on. I say that. And, and even just for like not being... Seven games. I'm not watching <laughs> But at the same time, you're only watching it, so you're not left out of the conversation, you know, like, because that's what, what it, is. It, it does take over. Like, I even yeah. in, like, the Barbaras, like, I'll, I don't really care much for UFC. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, it's too real. <laughs> yeah, those boys <laughs> are this actually This is coming getting... from the guy, this is coming from the guy that the last episode talked about how much you fucking loved watching people fight. No, I like the spontaneity of a street fight. I don't like actual <laughs> fucking... I don't know. It's uh, I've grown up watching professional wrestling. Yeah. Which I'm like, when they hit each other, I'm like, he knows how to take that punch. He knows how to make it look good. But yeah. when some guy's just getting like punched in the dome, yes. and like his head bursts open, I'm like, wow, that's intense. Yeah. That's really scary. That scares <laughs> me because like that doesn't happen out in the street. Like out in the street, yeah. you're getting like a couple of guys like fifty percent of all th- punches thrown have been missed. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that is that you are fucking. I hate to say it, but you're punching at that number because it is much bigger than that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're talking sure. like twenty percent land. The other eighty are in another Gone. city at this point. Yeah, but this is like, yeah, like so. Even when the UFC is on and, and like Richie, who I work with, fucking loves it. He is like right. a big uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, fanboy and he's very open about that i know he okay. loves him it's weird it's weird fair enough um <laughs> but if there's like a big fight on i'll watch some like not 
if a clip comes up on like Facebook, I'll sit and I'll watch that clip for five minutes, and I'll maybe like learn a little bit about a certain fighter, so I can be right. like, oh, I. Because this guy is going to do this. That, oh, but he can't do this. But this other guy can do this. And ah, I'm like, yeah, 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 having yeah. to, like, talk a good game. I basically <laughs> say nothing. It's like that episode <laughs> of uh, the IT crowd, IT crowd, where they're like, yeah. did you see the game? <laughs> the big game? <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> when it comes to, like, UFC, because I know yeah. nothing. I, mean, I like there was that I, boy who was, like, fighting at the weekend who did a photo shoot, but he had, like, his shorts on back to front, like, for the photo shoot. <laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the ins and outs just know he was wearing his shorts the wrong way um, oh, and like obviously people were like laughing at that like over the last um like couple of days so uh, yeah yeah it's been good i think he got beat at the weekend too i think i don't know i'll probably find out on Wednesday. it was just i, I mean it was it was yesterday was the last fight it was on last night so was i mean i i i used to watch it quite a lot ufc i used to watch yeah. it like i used to kind of keep up to date every week um, I don't really know what it was. I, I just kind of dropped off because like a lot of my fighters were getting like injured, and or a lot of my fighters, a lot of my favorite fighters were getting either injured or like getting too old to fight anymore. So just yeah. I, and I didn't. I don't like a lot of the kind of new people that come in. Do you want to know what it is? Like you're saying there, like Rich is a big Conor McGregor fan. I can respect what Conor McGregor did for the UFC and what he yeah, did for mixed martial arts because he he made it he made it a proper like household name. Like, yeah, because he was a mouthpiece, you know? Exactly. Like, he, like, bummed it, not bummed it up, but bummed himself up. Yeah. Basically, like, talking shit, people like, wait, who's this guy? And then, like, they're reading about yeah. him, and they're like, okay. And what that, what that did was, it, I mean, like, Dana White owes his entire company to Conor McGregor, in my opinion. Like, it was all just on Conor McGregor to, like, build it. But what Conor McGregor did was he is... I don't think he meant to do this, but what has been born out of his persona and what he did is you have like this whole new breed of fighters coming in who all try to emulate him, but they're yeah. all just fucking dickheads. Like Conor McGregor could do it because he could back it up and he was like funny enough to get away with it and he was charismatic enough to get away with it. But then you have these fucking assholes come in and try and emulate it, but then they're shit in the ring they're awful on the mic, they're cringy as fuck, yeah. and it turned into like a circus, it turned into a proper circus where you were watching these guys try and do the same kind of thing, because they wanted the big money fights, but then you watch the fight and you're like, this is fucking awful, like I can't, mm. so I, I lost a part of like my enjoyment out of it, because it was like, a lot of time you do get when you watch the fighters that actually respect each other, but they're willing to almost kill each other that's the fights that I'll buy into. Like, I love watching Israel yeah. Adesanya fight. He, I can never remember what his fucking, he's got like a nickname that people know him by, but Israel Adesanya, he was actually fighting last night. He, he respects the shit out of every single person that steps up to him. Respects the fuck out of he him. Was the, he, he fought the guy with the backward shorts. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. I never, I never knew he that. He did also not respect that guy in the ring. I oh, saw real? bits of that fight. Yeah, he was like <laughs> spanking him and stuff and like <laughs> pretending to be hurt. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, I really fucking like watching him fight. He's so entertaining. He's so fucking good at what he does. He has like the longest, gangliest arms I've ever seen. I mean, I say that, but then I don't fucking watch it anymore. Because like I said, most of the guys that I liked have stopped fighting. 
or had yeah. got really shit or turned into a fucking asshole because they tried to emulate Conor McGregor. Yep. So yes, he's kind of it's kind of like the whole like the whole like mouthpiece thing. Like like you were saying, like oh, some of these guys that aren't good on the mic. Do you think they have to be? Because WWE, that's obviously a massive part of mm-hmm. it. You know, like yeah. it's all about like pr- cutting promos and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like a pure combat sport, mm-hmm. where these boys are supposed to be, you know, out and out fighters and nothing else, like they are professional fighters, they're not professional entertainers. Yeah. Do you think they have to be good on the mic? Absolutely not. No. Like, but that's the problem. Is they want to be? They all try to be. Yes. Yeah. That's that's where the problem because is. That boy like... is it is it Kobe Covington? Is oh. that his name? And like basically he was like not doing very much and then he got like a writer mm-hmm. who basically wrote him this whole like Trump loving MAGA hat wearing mm-hmm. like character. Yeah. And he 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 like started like gaining a little bit of attention because of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was but like it's, it's literally it's... a full on character. It's not like he is a big Trump supporter or whatever. I mean, he probably is. Just based on, I mean, he probably is. <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> he right. probably just went. He probably just met the writer and was like, "This is who I am." And he just went, "Right, let's take that part and make it bigger." That's probably Ramp all that up, happened, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they did take, but it's because there has been a bit of a overlap between UFC and WWE. So yeah. Ronda Rousey showing up in WWE, Kane Velasquez showed up in WWE. Uh, Travis Brown showed up in WWE to support Ronda Rousey. There has been that kind of like overlap between the two. So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that I don't know if it's been a choice by UFC to try and do stuff like that to make it a bit more entertaining, but it's taken them away from the core responsibility, not responsibilities, but the core driving force that make people want to watch it is like have the best fighters fight each other. Don't yeah, put it a feels guy hokey, is, you know? Yeah, don't put a guy that has fucking lost far too many fights, has never been particularly successful against a guy who is one of the best fighters with like a fucking no loss record just because the shit guy has a bit of notoriety on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? It's like Yeah. There needs to the core fucking function of mixed martial arts places is letting the best guys fight each other but not even because these two guys are the best because these two guys will have a good fucking fight because of their styles they might be completely different they might be quite similar like you have like oh the guy that i used i used to fucking love this guy but he doesn't really fight as much anymore uh donald cerrone the cowboy he is one of the most entertaining fighters in my opinion because he's so fucking long. Like he just has a really long ass body. Is he not fighting Conor McGregor in July? He has already fought him before, but he might be again. You might be right. No, I th- yeah, I think it's like a like the the trilogy thing. Like so, uh, he like fight uh, maybe I don't know. I could be talking absolute trash. This is just but, you um, like finding out one or two things and then I'll go. I'll have a. Yeah, look. I've seen a headline. He has fought him in the past. Um, but he's so entertaining to watch because he just uses his big ass legs to like tie people up and shit, and it's I I find him really really fun to watch, and that's oh it's how Dustin Poirier again. Oh shit! I like that guy. Yeah, sorry. He, he is actually he actually did a hot ones. Dustin Poirier. 
Yeah, I so I, I haven't watched it, but um, he's pretty. No, he's pretty. I, I saw that he did. It is good actually. He's he's quite an entertaining guy, and he seems dead like fucking down to earth as well, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, I always kind of toy with the idea of going back and watching UFC a bit more, but um, and then I try and do it, <laughs> and then just like one person. And you guys stay up to like person, four a.m. One person pisses me off, and I'm just like, uh, I don't want to watch this anymore. Don't want to watch it. Yeah, fuck this track. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I definitely get that. It's a, it's a very, it's an ego-driven sport. Yeah. You know. And a lot of the people who enjoy it often think they can do it. Sorry, Richie. That's definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> so sorry for calling you <laughs> like this, but it is hundred percent true. <laughs> we should have a fight, me and you. Think so. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't know. Maybe that could be the, be good the first video episode that we ever do. It's just two of us. <laughs> Me and you in a ring. R- wrestling the shit out of each other. <laughs> Let's face it. You would literally just put your hand on my forehead and like hold me back and I'd be like swinging wildly, just missing everything. <laughs> the episode of fucking Dexter's Laboratory, man. Uh, I mean, we all know you would win. I have been in like one, one or two fights in my entire life and I don't know what I'm doing. I'd, I'd go straight for the legs, man. I'll tackle you. Like, I'll take you down. I think that's, that's the thing. Like, you have a very low center of gravity. So it'd be really difficult to, like, topple you over, I think. Exactly. I'm like See, a weeble. See, even if we were just going, like, straight wrestling. Yeah. Maybe. You're pretty, I don't know. You're, you're, I don't, I don't you're know enough about stupid. it. Pro- you would actually probably be... I don't know enough about a great it. fucking wrestler. Like, actual wrestling, not WWE. Like, actual wrestling. I think you would because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have, like, you have a strong base... And it would be very, I think it would be very difficult to topple you yeah. over. That comes in handy, man. The, but the issue is my height. My issue is my height. It's not that. As much as I've got a low center. Well, when I played when I played American football, um, I was the center, and for most of my American football career, I played flag football, so like uh-huh. non-contact, so there's no tackling or anything. But then I did a couple of tryouts for like uh, for contact teams, uh-huh. Paisley Panthers. So they just like. Instantly put me over to the same position because that's a position uh-huh. I know how to play center. So you in in contact, you feed the ball through your legs to the quarterback, and then you do what's called the nose tackle, which is basically they put their biggest guy in front of you and they have to like push at each other like so because he's trying to get to the quarterback yeah. to sack him. <clears throat> but the guys that would that are like typically the nose tackle are big boys like real tall. Real wide, like just, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, I was like, what's the point? Why am I up against <laughs> this guy? Like, he's just gonna push me over no matter what. Like, that's where it would go wrong. Like, as much as you're saying I've got like a low center of gravity and I'd be hard to topple over, if someone was real big, I'd be like, oh god, like, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> nothing I could do. I would just be like thrown around an empty track. Yeah, I suppose. I think I'm just kind of talking out my ass, just trying to big you up because of how much I'm infatuated by you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. Uh, yeah, I straight up could not be in a fight <laughs> if I tried. I'd fucking try and run as quick as I could to not be involved in the fight because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'd be like, it was fucking like world star videos you see where it's just like the limbs are just getting fucking tossed. Like, it, I'm like, obviously, like, I'm in a fucking, what is it, the discus? Like yeah. that fucking weird Olympic sport. <laughs> that would be me try fucking punch somebody, just like, Hoya! try to fucking get them. Oh man, <laughs> terrible fucking fighter. 
it never happened thankfully it didn't happen much when i was a kid i think i'm just good at kind of either running or talking your way out something of it. that yeah yeah i think i'm good at talking my way out of a lot of things if i'm being honest like i mean a good one that i managed to, well i didn't talk my way out of but like i managed to not get in as much trouble as i should have i don't know if you know this actually <clears throat> when i was a kid um when i was a young boy maybe about 15 or 16 uh, or much earlier than that as well i i used to be like a, a proper wee thief like i used to steal shit all the time that's like, amazing a problem how much i stole craig um, the klepto i love it yeah 100 percent. it was really bad it was really bad i think the the earliest one i can remember the earliest uh, heist that i can remember was i was staying at my i was staying at my grandparents house in the summer um and my grandparents house was really weird they had like a front room there was like a living room but it was like if the queen was coming over so nobody was allowed to really use that living room right and then they had a, another room that was like their sitting room that was next to the kitchen and oh. that's where everybody went so if we went to visit them we sat in the sitting room we never sat in the living room so we're sitting in the in the sitting room my parents were there uh, we're all chatting some shit and then my granddad's like you can go in the living room and watch the tv if you want because you're obviously bored sitting in here listening to us probably talk about football or the euros that are on i don't have i don't know anything about it so i went into the living room i'm in there on my toe don't know where my brother is he probably stayed home and played fifa so just fucking it was just me watching the tv and in this living room they had like a an electric fireplace in the middle of the living room not in the middle yeah. of the living room, but on the wall. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a fire pit fire in the middle pit. of the living room. <laughs> <laughs> now we all know what happened to my grandparents' house. It fucking burned down. So they had this fireplace in, in the living room. And this was around the time that the first Harry Potter film had come out in cinema. And I think, you know, right. like I was quite a big Harry Potter kid. Like I loved it. I wanted to be Harry Potter. I fucking had the specs and the bad haircut to emulate it i love the books as well i read the books when i was younger so this film had come out harry potter and the philosopher's stone and in the film you see the philosopher's stone and it's just like this kind of like shiny red rock that's kind of yeah it's just been rubbed off the concrete for a bit to make it look all like old and shit so in this living room they had a fireplace that had similar looking rocks <laughs> in the fireplace so me and my fucking weird brain that i had at the time pocketed one of these rocks and took it home with me and then i remember taking it to school the next day or the day after whenever the fuck i went back to school and on the way to school i was like scraping it along the ground <laughs> <laughs> so I can make it look more and more like the Philosopher's Stone. And I remember going to this such school. such a fucking dark guy. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember going into school and like showing my friends like, oh, I've got the Philosopher's Stone. Hi, 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 hi. And I just remember fucking, fucking one of my mates was just like, you stole that out of a fireplace, didn't you? Like immediately uh, fucking knew where from he obviously had the exact same fucking fireplace in his house or at his grandparents house so i was just cutting him out with this fucking rock like 
at just rumbled instantly immediately just like no you fucking stole that didn't you so it was just like i, I lived in a drawer for like, god nah, knows. Bro, look at this <laughs> <laughs> this will bring back my parents even though they're not dead here we go <laughs> um i think that was like that I, I think that might have been like the beginning of the the thieving bastard that was my childhood um oh i love it i, I stole a lot of shit like i used to stole from the, the local shop all the time um just a wee curly whirly every now and then no it was like anyone. it was like two bombs of strongbow i was putting like a two liter bottle oh of strongbow God. like in my jacket and just like walking out <laughs> and then go to the Dang park mate that's insane <laughs> <laughs> i used to steal stuff all the time um like my parents obviously find out uh i, I was like stealing money from like family members and stuff this is all kind of out in the open this isn't like breaking news and my, it's gonna shock my family or anything this is all like I mean, known... shocking me it's breaking news to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i stole i stole money from i stole money from my parents i stole money from my grandparents um it wasn't like pure huge amounts of money it was like 10 pound here 20 pound there uh, I was, I think I was just like, I was just a greedy wee bastard when I was wee, proper greedy yeah. wee shit. So I was like, oh, my mates are going into town, I want more money to go and buy nothing. Do you know what I mean? Just to like have it almost. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I was like stealing money and, and stealing random artifacts out of my grandparents' house like a philosopher's stone. And then um, eventually, it all kind of built up and built up to eventually I was caught by the police stealing from a shopping center i probably shouldn't say what one in case they like hear this and ban me because <laughs> this was like i think i, ah, I must have been i must have only been about 16 because i don't think it was like it was never really recorded or anything i was never like charged with shit um yeah so i was like fucking stupid kid stole like fucking t-shirts and and like bullshit stuff that meant nothing do you know what i mean just like thought i was fucking mental like stuffing a fucking super mario t-shirt into a bag do you know what i mean That's like so funny it wasn't anything oh my god and then i get so i get caught i get caught in the cctv um and the police came up and were like yo come with us so i get taken into like the shopping center's fucking security office and they phone my dad and uh, <laughs> and like I'm shit scared of my dad at times, like fucking terrified of him when I was, especially when I was younger. Uh, and I just remember he turned up to the shopping center in like a suit because he had been at like a business meeting. <laughs> oh my god! So this this fucking this dude in his fucking forties or whatever he was at the time shows up in a fucking suit dressed to the nines to pick up his fucking 16 year old boy that'd been stealing out of a fucking bullshit shop in the center i couldn't even look at him like i couldn't even look at him when he walked in and he obviously fucking took me home didn't say a fucking word to me because he was so fucking raging phoned my mum, told my mum. I, I feel like they still haven't spoken to me properly since then because i was such a disappointment they just kind of like small talk with me still <laughs> But oh, what? That's so but good. what came out of that was I ended up getting a. I actually ended up having a social worker, because they thought that my stealing would get worse. And obviously, like you know, what runs through the mind of parents, it it will run through my mind if my kids come home and have done anything bad. They're like, yeah, you go worst case scenario all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, immediately. 
are like, this will lead you down the wrong path, and it'll lead to drugs, and it'll lead to prison, and it'll lead to you dying. Like, going down that route, and I was like, right, I'm only 16, man. I stole a t-shirt. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> so I got, I ended up getting a... Yeah, it's not that bad. I ended up getting a social worker that used to come to the house, and we went through, like, these fucking exercises and shit. Just, like, I think he was, like, a fucking therapist, seeing what was going on in my brain. I don't think we ever found out what was really going on in my brain. I just like stealing shit because it was fun. Um, yeah, you were just bored. Exactly. I was just a bored kid. But it actually ended up putting me onto like his his um, solution to it was I think he just couldn't be arsed with me anymore. So he was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sign you up for the Duke of Edinburgh award. Ah, and you yeah, have to go too, to homie. that. And honestly, like, this is going to sound really cliche and really fucking stupid. But like, because I was still quite young, I didn't really have anything to do. I didn't really have anywhere to go. I wasn't doing very well in school. I'm not very brainy. And a lot of the pressure on young people comes, like, is solely on their education. What you're doing socially yeah. and what you're doing as a person to grow doesn't really matter when you're that age according to the powers that be. Your education is has to come first because that's the most important. Even though I sit here now with a relatively well-paying job feeling quite comfortable and i still have a bullshit education my education was fucking terrible so i'm just fucking getting rid of that idea um yeah so i didn't have a lot that i was like focusing on the ju- like it will sound very cliche but the duke of edinburgh straight up like changed my life from that point yeah i i did the duke of edinburgh as well oh did and, you uh, yeah, I got onto it not from stealing from shops. Um, <laughs> I got <laughs> I got onto it like so when I was in secondary school, my grandparents passed away, uh-huh. and like it hit me hard as it would when you're a kid, yeah. you know. But like it didn't hit me that hard really, and like I got sent to like a grief counselor. All right. Like, in school, it was basically it was like my RE teacher. She was one of my favorite teachers, Miss McMahon. She was class. She used to be a sure. nun. She was she was sick. Uh-huh. Um. Wait, did you go to Catholic uh, school? Yeah, yeah, I went to Catholic school. Right, okay. Uh, I went to two Catholic schools. Not because I'm Catholic, just because they were closer to my house. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to this grief council, and, like, they were like, so how are you feeling? I was like, I all right? Like, this is strange that you've taken me out of class, which is sick. But, like, to talk about something that I'm actually okay with, like, it was suck. It sucked, you know, as it does. But I was just like, yeah, whatever. So they sent me on. The first thing they sent me on was like fucking. <laughs> it was like a boat trip. <laughs> they sent oh, me sailing. They sent me so sailing. <laughs> it was so weird. So it was on like. <laughs> it was on like this like a sailboat. It, it yeah, held, it, like, <laughs> just, or just boat. <laughs> yeah, it was like eight people could be on this so it was the captain another adult and then like six kids who were going right. through similar things right okay um but at the time i was like a wee fat goth like i was stuck <laughs> with like bams from clyde bank and i was like how does this help menthon like these kids are just gonna bully me like this is so crap but it was a good time and uh we ended up, like just sailing around the west coast a little bit we went to mull and like we like docked for the night and we like slept there and stuff and i was like that's fucking sick i mean still miss my granny but what is the point in this it's so (laughs) crap Uh, and then like eventually it moved on to being like 
you go do the Duke of Edinburgh thing, but we never yeah. got to we never got to finish it. Oh, we really? never got to like complete it because the funding ran out for the school. <laughs> yeah, same thing happened so, uh, to us. We did our yeah. our bronze and our silver, and then the whole the whole thing got shut down because it was mainly like the funding disappeared, and because the guy who led it was moving up north, and they actually couldn't yeah. get anybody else to run ours. It was like uh. the group that we had. We were all fucking assholes and. Like, we were all quite rambunctious. So I think that's honestly why we didn't get a new leader, because somebody walked in and we're just like, nope, I'm not dealing with these fucking kids. Yeah, not dealing with these fucking... assholes. <laughs> so ended up, it did get packed. It was a shame, because we were planning on doing we were planning on doing a trip to, like, New Zealand for our oh, gold. Wow. Like, we were going fucking all out. We'd started planning it and stuff. Um, and then, it, yeah, it just it got canned and it kind of fizzled out. It was a shame. It was a shame, but it did definitely, like... I grew a lot of friendships in there, like not not people that I speak to now, but it was definitely very it was very important for that time in my life where I like rightfully so what they were saying, I could have went down a more darker, weird path and started stealing shit that I shouldn't be and ended up in the wrong crowd. So I do think that that kind of like saved me from another life I could have led. Um and a, a lot of, of my fondest Yeah? A life of crime. A life of crime. My name would have been known by a Scotland Yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I do have a lot of very, very fond memories of that time. Um, and I, I think a lot stealing. of people... Ah, yeah, stealing. I mean, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, the bad shit turned into the good shit. Yeah, yeah. That's life, man. Does. That is life. Bad shit turns into good shit. I'm still a bad shit. Just not as bad as I was when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, and you won't find matters. me. I won't. You won't find me stealing shit from my local here now because I actually like respect my local shopkeeper here because he's amazing. I love my wee guy that is down the street. Um, this is going to have to be a short episode. I mean, we're at like forty-five minutes, so yeah, it's you a say little short, bit like, shorter. It's just a wee bit shorter. A wee bit shorter basically we are doing this completely on a whim we were planning on doing it at a different time but the time popped up and we're like fuck it let's just do it now because it's easier just now but gary didn't charge his fucking laptop <laughs> so that his laptop is about to die so this has been yeah. a nice 45 minutes i feel like i spoke the whole 45 minutes so i apologize <laughs> that's fine by me it's usually <laughs> the other way around <laughs> next but... week's highlights will literally just be me It'll just be you talking shit, but obviously you said you wanted to do like a little challenge for some people. Oh shit, yes. Thank you for reminding me. I did not write that bit down. Right, so we have done our usual this week and we have updated the Dead End Jams playlist. So there's 10 new songs on there. Um, Gary has added some fucking bangers, man. He put in a fucking Brockhampton song. He put in a fucking, what's the fucking jazzy one you put in? It's Stan Getz and uh, Jao yeah. Gilberto. Yeah. The girl from Impanina. So mm. That song's so <laughs> sad, by the way. Actually, listen to the lyrics and you will cry. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I cry enough. Um, I have added a little bit of... Uh, some more heavier stuff and then a random, like, Russian dark pop band that are fucking... They're, sorry, they're not Russian. I can't remember where they're from. Called uh, Molshat Doma. That song fucking slaps. It's so good. You don't understand a word they're saying, but it's great. But I have added a song 
that's the last song on the playlist just now. It's a song called More Spell On You by Eddie Johns. It fucking slaps. It is a great song. But the challenge I'm setting out is the first two people, the first two listeners that come and tell us or me or Gary, any of us on Instagram. We're also on we're also on Twitter. If you just search Dead End Friends Podcast, you'll probably find us. The first two people that come and tell me that song was sampled by an artist and I want to know who the artist is and what the song is. If you can tell me what artist sampled More Spell On You by Eddie Johns and what song it's been sampled on, I will send you some artwork that's sitting in a drawer. I have some artwork that I've been doing in the past year when I've been painting shit. I will send them to you free of charge. Just a stupid little challenge. So let us know. If you know what the song and what the artist is, send it to us. Send it to us in a, in a comment or a message or whatever. And if you get it right, you will get some free bullshit artwork. Hell yeah. <coughs> a nice little thing. Um, I should have one of your uh, paintings just hanging up on my wall. Oh, for real? Yeah, I still got it. It's still hanging up. That's I don't know where I'm going to put it in the new flat right enough. But it's fucking dead, dead centre in the living room. Pride and joy <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> I've put got some in the middle of the living room. Uh, <laughs> along with your fire pit. <laughs> My fire pit. <laughs> right, uh, right. Well, we've we've managed a wee forty-five minutes. Uh, hope actually this might be a nice wee bite-sized chunk for people. So if you preferred it only being forty-five minutes, let us know. If an hour is too long then tell us but if you feel like this one was too short we're gonna straight up ignore it and we're gonna still do an hour (laughs) but tell us what you think if you just get to 45 minutes and turn off i don't really care i'm just gonna slander you the last 15 minutes (laughs) talk a lot of shit um well on that note on that slandering piece of shit note um this has been episode 14 of dead end friend podcast Please mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. keep doing all the things, liking and subscribing and all that stuff. Actually, just tell if there is, if you liked anything in this fucking podcast, even one little sentence, go tell somebody about it. Go spread the word. We thank every single person for listening. We really do appreciate it. And you are the reason we will make this grow. I love you. Speak to you next week. Love you. Bye. <laughs>